Hey everyone, Andrew Seely here, and welcome to the second episode of Air Check, a new podcast produced by the WVU Alumni Association. My guest today is Adam Prather, Director of Corporate and Policy Partnerships at Vox Media, a modern media company that is changing the way we think about journalism and entertainment. Adam comes to Vox with years of experience in advertising and branding, and in this conversation, we cover everything from living in Washington, D.C., to the importance of networking, to Adam's continued love for all things West Virginia. So, with no further ado, our second episode of AirCheck. Let's go. All right. Adam, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Um, so for those who don't really know a whole lot about you, mm-hmm. um, can you just kind of introduce yourself sure. and tell us what you what you do for a living? Yeah, so my name's Adam Prather. Um, grew up in Charleston, for, in, in West Virginia for the most part. Moved there in, I think, eighth grade. Um, and obviously uh, went to high school and then West Virginia University graduated from there. And currently I'm director of uh, policy um, partnerships, corporate partnerships for Vox Media. So what does what does a typical day for you look like mm-hmm. here at Vox Media? So today's a good example. So today I actually spent the, the morning at the World Bank talking to their kind of senior level communications persons, people, I should say, um, about this content, right? So the World Bank spends a lot of time, effort, and money to produce content about the World Bank and some of the programs that they're doing. Oftentimes that content kind of lives in a vacuum, and they need a media partner to help disseminate that information to specific audiences. So... In this case, I was talking to their comms people about how Vox Media could you know, help them not only distribute their content, but create kind of unique signature content for the World Bank. So. Sure. So um, when, when looking at Vox Media, is, is there, is there a, you know, a certain thing that Vox does really well? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot of the people that, that might, may listen to this might be familiar with Vox. Through, like We have a format called Explainer. So Vox explains the news. We're, we're not necessarily in the game of like, uh, being the first to like break a break a story or or, or breaking news, um, what we do is we're like a platform where people come to understand like, okay, I just heard news about Syria or I just heard news about DACA. Um, what is that? Like, what does that mean? Um, it's, I want a trusted source like Vox to actually explain to me what that means, get some context sure. around that breaking news. Yeah. Um, so how did you get from, like, cap and gown at WVU uh-huh. to where you are today at Vox Media? How, you know, what were sure. some of those stepping stones? Uh, like, long story short, obviously it's, it's been a while since I've been at WVU, but um, I actually was fortunate to lean on a WVU alum, a guy named Mike Fulton, who was able to um, introduce me to some folks. Um, one of them was a woman at Senator Rockefeller's office. So I went in there after a, a pretty extensive job search, and I, I kind of remind people, don't get discouraged if it takes you a while to find a job. It's no like reflection on you as a person. It just sometimes it just takes a while to find that fit from both ends of the spectrum. I mean, people can tell if you're not a fit, that that's not what you're trying to do. You're just... Sure. So, okay. So anyway, I went to Senator Rockefeller's office. I was a political science major. Uh, got along with the, the, the woman that um, interviewed and interviewed me, and basically the next day she offered me a job on staff. So that was my kind of my first deal in like Washington D.C., which, as you can imagine, was very enlightening. Um, really opened my eyes to the world. Great transition job. It was Capitol Hill can sometimes feel like a college campus yeah. uh, with all like the young people kind of like around from different areas. So from there, worked there for a couple years, kind of worked my way up the ladder. 
there. Um, frankly, I didn't think it paid very well, um, as anybody that works on the Hill can attest. So I, I started looking around for stuff that was maybe a little bit more like financially rewarding. And I ended up getting into media for one reason or another. I can't even remember now. I uh, worked at a, 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 a news publication around here called Roll Call. People in D.C. that are in politics are probably familiar with the publication. Um, worked there for several years. And then a dub, another W alum was working at Yahoo and basically introduced me some, to some people, which led to a, a pretty successful career at Yahoo up in here in D.C. for a little bit, but then five years in New York. And then in New York, after five years at Yahoo, Politico, which is a publication, Politics and Policy, was just kind of starting here in D.C. I kind of wanted to get back down to D.C. at that point, so ended up just working out and got to be a part of kind of the rise of Politico, um, which was enlightening, taught me most of the stuff I know today um, about just the world of like politics and media. It's learned a lot from a lot of smart people at Politico that are have spun off to do things like Axios now. So, um, and then from there, I was recruited to be the publisher of The Hill, which is another publication, Politics and Policy, and helped build that, helped, did my part to help build up that publication into, um, into, to, to what it is today. So, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you had a, a uh-huh. really successful career. Sure. And, and you're a young guy. Um, it kind of s- seems to me like, you have seen the value in networking. You mentioned yep. Mike Fulton, who's a great guy to know. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I yep. think everybody in D.C. knows yes. Mike Fulton, yes. especially if you're a mountaineer. But mm-hmm. you also mentioned you know, that an alum helped you to, to find mm-hmm. that job at Yahoo. Absolutely. How has networking played a role in your life, and how important is it for these young alumni and students to... Oh, if, yeah. If you, can, if you can have a genuine relate, like not like just, okay, I'm out and I'm this networker. I'm going to get in front of as many people as I can and... Hopefully someone's going to remember me. You have to have like a genuine network of of, of friends. Like I've I've actually helped Mike Fulton in the past because he helped me and he's a genuinely good guy, right? So um, you know if you can go out and build like genuine friendships, I mean, it's not even like a network. It's like friends, you know. Um, I wouldn't consider these people part of my network. Sure. I consider them friends at this point. So like building that, building those friendships. Um, Wherever there could be had, just being genuine, being nice. I mean, being earnest about what you're trying to do, and um, yeah, it's it's crucial. Yeah, how important is it to to reach out to fellow alumni and people who that maybe maybe you don't know all that well, but kind of try to start those conversations? Yeah, um, I, frankly, I probably need to do a little bit better job of that. But I'm always like definitely receptive to like like I had somebody reach out to me about a job here that I've never met before, but they're a WVU alum. Um, that I'm going to try and put in contact with appropriate people here. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on the board, uh, a board um, at WVU, at Reed College of Media. Um, on, I'm on their visiting committees, committee. So, like, we try to work together to solve some of these problems as well. So Yeah. So, kind of switching back to, to what you do every day, what mm-hmm. do you enjoy about Vox Media? And what do you enjoy about... Um, media in general. Yeah, uh, media is. Uh, I like Vox a lot because Vox, I think, has it right. Right. Um, you know, I've worked at some. I guess I've worked at some most for the most part innovative um, media companies. Right. Um, Politico was very innovative. Um, it, it, it does have a newspaper, um, so it's not legacy. But let me get back to like after the hill. I actually helped McClatchy, which is a legacy news organization. Okay. 30 newspapers, build a brand studio, a content studio for brands, essentially. Um, 
So that that was interesting. Um, I, I just like media, right? Media is entertaining. Like you, it it gives you like a lot of exposure to a lot of different people, a lot of different things. I mean, it's high profile to a degree, right? Like you can, I don't know, you're you're dealing with people that are in the news. Um, like here, for instance, Ezra Klein is you know our, one of our big stars here. I mean, it's just cool dealing with like fascinating, interesting like people. Um, that's kind of your profession, you know? Yeah, 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 I absolutely love it. So let's talk a little bit more about your time in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. You know, what what was student life like for you? Were you were you pretty involved? What what was life for you like at WVU? Yeah, for me, um, I was very social at WVU. Um, it, I was involved that way. If that's if that's a way to be involved, yeah. You know, I I like I I went to class. Really got a lot out of out of the lectures. Um, had some great um, professors, um, you know. But I was a very social person, to be frank. So, like that's that was a part of it was enjoying people that are around you, making new friends. Um, you know, have friends from all over, up and down the East Coast that I met at school. Um, obviously, I was involved. If you consider being a fan at sports to be involved, <laughs> I was very involved that way. Um, but yeah, you know, just like your your typical student going to class, doing their work, uh, meeting people, kind of like maturing from that kind of high school mindset. Um, and I was in a couple clubs as well. So sure. Mm -hmm. So you you mentioned that you were a political science yep. major. Yep. What did you you know if you were looking ahead? What do you what did you expect to be going into? What what was your dream when you were there? And, and then yeah, how did that I mean, pe people always tell you like it's hard to work in your major if it's like if it's in a niche, more of a niche major, not like marketing or like sure. whatever. Um, I expected to like go to Capitol Hill and work on Capitol Hill. I mean, that's what I expected to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was still young; no one was going to tell me any differently. And fortunately, um, I was able to get that done. You know, and that particular career, um, having that experience with Senator Rockefeller's office, and honestly, that as your first job really helped propel me into like other jobs because it was a, a really good first job. You know, sure. What do you think? What do you think you've taken from your time and in West Virginia? Maybe mm -hmm. the mentality of West Virginians, yep, or, or taken from the university that you still apply to your career today? Yeah, like I don't know, just like the the like. I'm very honest, like, at, at work. Like, I'm not, like, conniving or anything like that. So I think just, like, that's kind of bred in West Virginians and, like, the students as well. Yeah. So, like, I, I think it's a benefit when you come across as being, like, genuine. Like, so that just, like, that, that wholesome – I'm not saying I'm a completely wholesome person. But just, like, that wholesome like, – honest, that honest, like – you know, that, that honest factor that comes from, like, being a West Virginian, plain-spoken, um, kind of matter-of-fact up front – um, respectful, that kind of thing. Sure. I think that really helps in, in environments like this, you know, urban kind of environments where you have folks that maybe are a little bit more, um, you know, they, they, they have a different kind of like um, mentality. Yeah. So I think it's appreciated when you come in and, you're, and you, you bring some of those questions, those qualities of a West Virginian to, to bear. So. Yeah, I always find that like people from West Virginia yep. or, or people that, I, that I've met outside of West Virginia now, they seem to have this fight of an underdog mm -hmm. while still being very humble. Yep. And I love that. Yeah. I mean, you just look, I mean, like, we're, we are underdogs as West Virginians, and, like, that's what is almost so appealing about it, you know? Like, it's, it's like, for me, like, if, you, if we break it down to sports, like, it's, like, very, I love the Mountaineers because they're not expected, yeah, that we're doing well now in football or in basketball, yeah. at least. Um, 
you know, you're not really expected to win. And even and when we are good, there must be something like everybody else is doing bad or something. So I, that's what the mentality on the outside is. So I do love bringing that. And I, I do love the fact that we, like, I love being a representative of West Virginia because, like, maybe people think of West Virginia in a certain way. And, like, like being able to show them, like, okay, this is, this is West Virginians are also like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I... I just I like that quality about it. Yep. Sure. So probably the toughest question of the day. Yep. Um, what does it mean to you to be part of that West Virginia family? I mean, it means it means like everything. Like honestly, like it, it's like a big part of my life as being like a West Virginia University Mountaineer, like a massive part. Like there's not like a day that goes by that I don't come across West Virginia University content. I still read the Charleston Gazette, even though I haven't lived in Charleston since like ever. Yeah. I'll still read to make like, you know, catch up on what's going on. Like I, 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 when it comes to sports, I'm like super into like West Virginia sports. Like every day, I'm reading West Virginia sports content. Vox Media actually has a West Virginia blog called uh, Smoking Musket. Um, if you're not familiar with it, yeah. so um, that's that's like literally part of part of where I work is yeah. covering West Virginia sports. So it's just a big part of my life. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, for Young alumni or old alumni or, yep. or, or students right now, do you have any advice for them um, for maybe getting into media or you know even just you know coming to Washington D.C.? Yeah, well, the, on the media front, like you may know this, media is like a pretty like uh, you know right now it's pretty topsy turvy. Um, that shouldn't dissuade anybody. It's just it's, it's been disrupted. Um, you know, the legacy stuff is no longer viable, which helped underwrite the pursuit of journalism was is advertising. And as everybody knows, print is no longer much of a factor in that. Sure. So there's been a lot of adjustments, a lot of failing, to be honest, by a lot of media organizations. Thankfully, I can say Vox isn't, hasn't been one of them because we started in kind of a natively digital way. Um, but back to the advice part... Um, I don't know, just try to get in the door and, and, I mean, there's no, like, grand, like, statement here. It's, like, get in the door, like, show, you know, show your value, show, you know, somebody that can be trusted, somebody that gets the job done, hardworking, smart, got to be creative, you know, it takes, creativity is everything in this particular business. Mm -hmm. There's no kind of, like, roadmap. You got to be able to, like, bring fresh ideas to the table and do things potentially in a different way, so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Adam, I really appreciate yep. you joining me today. Um, if people want to learn more about you or yep. follow what you're doing, where should they go? Um, hmm, good question. You can fly up Twitter. It's Adam T. Prather, D.C. Um, at Adam T. Prather, D.C. is a good way to follow on. Awesome. Cool. Yep. Well, thanks a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Hey, guys. It's Andrew again, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our second episode. Special thanks to Chris Kusky, a student at the WVU College of Creative Arts, for producing the music for Aircheck. If you enjoyed my conversation with Adam today, make sure you stay up to date as we release new podcasts on the WVU Alumni app, available for Apple and Android users. And as always, you can head to our website, alumni.wvu.edu, for more information. Thanks for listening.